Hello and welcome to Frank Fryer Fridays. This is Father Patrick Bykowska's broadcasting a tad late. I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee this past weekend visiting my old friend Jim Morgan and his partner Dan Piscatelli. And I was just a little bit rushed and I wasn't going to, I was just going to skip and I was going to put a little message out there why I was skipping. And then I went to Mass yesterday on Signal Mountain where my friends Dan and Jim live and I went to Mass at the St. Augustine Church and it got me thinking more about this reading which now I presume most of you have heard already the time when Peter asked Jesus in fact how many times do I have to forgive as many as seven times so I drove I had the six and a half hour drive and I was thinking about it on the way home and decided you know I'm going to indeed offer a reflection for this week even though it's a little bit late and fortunately of course I have a prayer God of change and glory God of time and space in this holy moment give to us your grace let me live this moment with joy and affirmation let me share love and create beauty for you and my kin human and non-human alike for this is the day that you have made and I will rejoice and be glad in it you know it's nice and thinking about this it's, it's praying not only for one another human and non-humans as well so I guess that includes our non-human friends our pets um, and I know someone on that listens to us very regularly that lost a pet this week so we pray for those people and those friends that have been very special to them in their life they're not always human but still my friends Dan and Jimmy have two dogs um, wonderful wonderful dogs uh, and you can see how affectionate the dogs are towards them and vice versa of course well let's talk about this reading that I hope you've all attended mass and heard the reading about Peter asking how many times he must forgive as many as seven and it reminded me of my uncle Gasparino and some of you have heard this story and I was recalling it again on Saturday night because we went out to dinner with some friends of Dan and uh, Jimmy Brenda and Dennis who live in the neighborhood and uh, uh, they had an experience or no their son was in China and he was talking about eating pigeons and it reminded me and I shared with them a story of my uncle Gasparino and how we as little kids would love going over to his house because he had pigeons and rabbits and a lot of growing things and it was in it was in the suburbs it was in Steger Illinois and it took me a long time to make the connection that those pigeons and rabbits that we loved to play with <laughs> ended up on the table uh, our dining room table um, and I, I love, I, if somebody were to serve me pigeons this day and they were able to fix them like my mother did, I'd be thrilled. She made them in a cacciatore style. But we, the little kids loved our Uncle Gasparino. But as you got older, we could see that there was, there was this way that the, the other adults did not interact with him. 
I mean, he was estranged. Even though we might be in a big gathering of people, they um, didn't, my, the adults did not interact with my uncle. With my aunt, my, was my, who was my mother's sister, yes. Their, their daughters, my cousins, their nieces, yes, but not my uncle Gasparino. And when I was a young adult, maybe or late teens, I asked my mom about that and heard the story that my uncle Gasparino and, and his desire to inherit, because he married the oldest daughter of my, my, my grandma and grandpa, uh, planned to kill my grandfather. And it was thwarted by my grandfather. It's a whole long story. But anyway, the, his punishment was very Italian. It wasn't. Uh, not to you know to to get rid of him, but to just ostracize him basically for the rest of his life. My family had had just did not have the ability to be able to forgive him, um, so they just forgot him instead. And it's important that first part in forgiving is the most important part. It's what we hear about. You know, in in Peter's day. The number of times that one member of the community was willing to forgive another was three and that's something that this priest brought up yesterday and i was remembering um uh, you know about some of these experiences in my own life three was thought to be a big deal but after the third offense then the forgiveness ended so so we hear we have peter and he must be feeling pretty generous right he said to jesus what if i forgive seven times wow i'm a pretty good guy so imagine how shocked Peter must have been. And he's told, no, seven isn't good enough. It's got to be more. Of course, the number doesn't matter. What Jesus says, in effect, is that you have to have no limit to the number of times you forgive. Of course, what Jesus is suggesting is what our Heavenly Father does for us. Thanks be to God. God forget, forbid if it would be otherwise. What if we entered the confessional one day only to hear me say, or some other priest, nope, sorry, you've hit your limit. God isn't going to forgive you anymore. Well, how do we act? Do we act like God or do we act like Peter? Do we act like my family towards my uncle? Do we think, okay, that's it. You've crossed the line. You've gossiped about me. You've been unkind to me. You've done something totally that's uh, unpardonable. I cannot forgive you. And I, I came across this prayer I want you to share with you. Oh Lord, remember not only the men and women of good will, but also those of ill will. But do not remember all the suffering they have inflicted upon us. Instead, remember the fruits we have borne because of this suffering. Our fellowship, our loyalty to one another, our humility, our courage, our generosity, the greatness of heart that has grown from this trouble. When our prosecutors come to be judged by you, let these fruits that we have borne be their forgiveness. Wow. Can we say this prayer? It is what we are called to do. Why do you think it's so difficult to forgive another? Well, one reason is that there seems to be an all too natural inclination to strike back at those who hurt us. Most people need to work through the pain they've experienced before they can move forward in forgiveness and that's not easy but if we expect God and others to forgive us we need to be willing to forgive others even when sins seem so terrible that they can never be forgiven even when we find it nearly impossible 
to let go of anger or resentment for the sin committed, we are to ask God for the strength to forgive. That is what Jesus teaches. That was the example he gave us in his own life, forgiving his executioners from the cross and forgiving his friends who deserted him in his final hours. The love that Christ has shown us demands that we forgive others. And I would expect that most of us do not like the thought of someone holding a grudge against us. Of course not. But if someone not forgiving us for the wrong that we may have committed. So it is important for us to be quick to forgive others. And then we can be confident that we have received God's forgiveness for our own offenses. God loves us so much that we do not have to be concerned about God holding back his forgiveness for us, of us. If we truly love one another, forgiveness comes easily. That does not absolve a sinner from the consequences of their actions, but it does help ease some of the heartache they may have caused. God's love conquers all evil, and we are called to imitate the love in our hearts and through our words and deeds. So we can say, bless them, change me. Forgiving others is our way of sharing in the mercy and love of God. Forgiving others is our way of sharing in the way God loves. Forgiving others is our way of realizing the salvation that God offers to us, which is to share in his divine life. It may go against the grain for us to forgive. We may struggle with it. But if we do forgive others, it will make us as God is. It will set us free. That prayer that I quoted earlier was found in the pocket of a dead child in a German concentration camp. It has survived all these years as a witness to the power of forgiveness, to the power each of us holds to set ourselves free of the anger and bitterness that can come when we fail to forgive. May our prayer today and always be to forgive others as we have been forgiven of our sins by our loving and merciful God. And God bless you all. See you next time.